What is up, Internet? It's your boy, The Black Access. Chad G. And we are the Irrational Thought. And welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about Childish Gambino, Donald Glover's This Is America that he performed, well, he first unveiled on the SNL when he hosted SNL. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just start off with that then, all right? Um, what do you think um, the message that he was just trying to get overall across on that? Because I know we can dissect it further, and, you know, when we're going to, and we're talking about a lot of different things, but the overarching theme, what was the whole point of the video? I think it's, it's what... It's what the title of the song is like. This is America. Like this is the landscape of America. Like he has gun violence in there, and how we just move on so quickly, and how we just use our entertainment to distract ourselves from like the problems that are going on in the world, and how we just how we don't how we don't really we don't really take in all these tragedies. Like we see them, we process them for a little bit, and then we just move on. Yeah. So I can say definitely say um. It's a success. Like if the idea was to truly uh, showcase how desensitized that we are kind of these atrocities now, mm-hmm. it, it worked because the first time I saw it, like I had to watch it twice. You know that one night, the first time I saw it, I'm like, damn, we just shot that nigga like that. And then I was like, oh, he got them dads. Like I didn't even he can fuck with that. And then he goes out and shoots those nine church people, or you know the, the churchgoers. Um, and then just and then he just goes on to start killing with the dances again, with, you know, with the kids and involved and everything like that. Um, and so I was really looking at it at a surface level. It wasn't until I was listening to it again that I said, like, you know, that I started looking at some of the other shit. Uh, and, was, and that's when I first noticed the fucking horse in the background, like that white horse. Mm-hmm. And then someone said that was death. I was like, okay. So then I started watching it again, like another time. And I started looking at everything. And so, um, you know, I think one of the most the powerful things about it uh, is just, I mean, the whole thing is powerful. But I think the one thing that spoke that stood out to me itself was if somewhere near the uh, three quarters away, the video was near done. Um... That's all hell breaking loose, and he's in a forefront dance with the children. But that's children up top, videotaping everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how uh, you know it, it, it speaks to how we have this, you know, the evidence of what's really going on here. But yeah. nothing is going to get done by it. And that's that's one of the most uh, profound things that's in that video, just because of the fact that we have it. It's, it's facts. Like we we know. You know, um, like we had 911 calls. We know what happened when Trayvon Martin died. Like we know what happened. Uh, you, uh, 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 you know, what's, what's, I can't think of your name right now. I'm so sorry, Philando Castile. So we 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 know what happened in these situations. Like it's all video recorded, mm-hmm. and yet nothing gets done. And interestingly enough, uh, Trayvon Martin's father is actually the beginning of the music video. Playing See, I'm song. not sure if that's true or not. Like, I read somewhere that it wasn't true, but I also keep hearing that it is. So I'm not yeah. sure. I read I read that somewhere that was Trayvon Martin's father. Yeah, but I, if it is, that's, I mean, it's, it's a really dope nod. Yeah. If it is. Mm. So, we don't know if that's true or not. Well, I just read it somewhere, but it, like, you don't know. You don't know. Nowadays, with sources and hey, stuff, right. like, sources be... I don't want to say fake news because I don't want to. I don't really want to use that term, but <laughs> but yeah, sources sources be be leaky these days. They be leaky, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the call? What's the call? What's the call? Um, do you think that this kind of has a resurgence of uh, what Gambino is going to be doing in the future as relating to his music? Is this going to be more of a uh, a social commentary? Yeah, a social commentary album. I I I think I think so. I think he's gonna. Focus on like social social issues on this album because his last his last album he didn't really like touch on social issues really it was just it was just like a funk album basically that was a banger yeah that. it was a great <laughs> album I thought it was a great album nonetheless but he didn't really like touch on social issues I think I think he'll probably touch on social issues I think this is like the direction that I think he's supposed to go in with this new album 
Because I, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of an album that, like, was really social commentary by Gambino. Like, I can think of, like, you know, certain songs that, you know, he had alluded to uh, certain things that's happening. But it's just a direct, you know, social commentary. I can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. And I feel like, I feel like right now, I think he feels comfortable, more comfortable, like, being in his skin and, like, accepting, like, his place as a black man. Because, like, you can see, like, through his music, like, how he's had that struggle, like, his entire life, like, being accepted in the black community. And I feel like right now he's, like, as comfortable, like, as he's been in his entire life. So now I feel like he thinks, he, he like, this is the time to speak out. Like, he, you can see the social commentaries that he has in Atlanta mm-hmm. on his TV show. So I think this is the direction that he wants to go in with his career. And what I will say is that uh, us, us black folk, we got to stop hating on our own. And I, and I and the reason why I bring this up is I recently saw a post uh, on social media and it was like so we're going to accept what this quote unquote woke black man has to say when he's dating a white woman yeah my guy I, I was about to say something I'm trying to be PG <laughs> trying to be PG <laughs> my guy or God I don't, I don't know who you were at the time, but we can understand the way the world works and we can talk on it because we want what's best for us but at the same time, we can date whoever the F we want. <laughs> yeah, I'd, like as I'd, it doesn't change the message. Exactly. As as long as he's as he's backing up his words with actions and and he means what he says, like it doesn't matter who he dates. Like he loves who he loves. And why wouldn't you want um, someone to you know be in a relationship with another person with someone of the other race? So that way, not only are you sharing culture, but you're sharing understanding. You share the understanding. They're going to feel your sympathy. They're going to feel your pain. They're going to help. Because believe it or not, and I said this, I think I said this on the show before, the minority really can't get stuff done by themselves. They really do need the majority. I mean, you look at a car, that's that's kind of how that works. You kind of need the majority to get some stuff done. Mm -hmm. So why would you want to play this game by yourself? Like, why would you... Why would you uh, take away what, what someone else's experiences are just because of, of who, who they like? And it's not even a, a quote-unquote preference, because I don't know the man's preference, but who they like at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's... Yo, don't, don't be on time. We got to stop hating ourselves. They gotta, I feel like I see this every time we get somebody, and, uh, you know, a, a woke black person, and they just they have something in the past, like, oh, they're friends with this white person, or, you know, they're dating this white person. Like, bro, so we're supposed to be friends. Like, yeah, like and and look at look at all the good that Colin Kaepernick's doing, and he's been and he's he's half black and he's raised by white adopted parents. Like it doesn't matter like who, who it's, it matters like what you do as as exactly. your own individual person. It doesn't matter who your parents are or or who you date. Like you're your own person, and, you, and you're responsible for your own actions. Exactly, exactly, exactly. What would you rate this music out of ten? I think uh, probably nine out of ten. Nine. Yeah, I, 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 I've heard uh, Bomani Jones, who ESPN host, he he brought this up in uh, one of his podcasts. Like the he said like the one thing that he had an issue with was how the shooter like how this because he's he's talking about how the this is the music is supposed to be reflective of America and how his main problem was how like the shooter the person who shot up like black. the choir was black yeah. That was his main issue with it. His, his point was basically, if this is reflective of America, it's not black people doing these shootings. It's white people doing these shootings. Yeah. 
And I feel like that would have been an even more powerful message if like if he showcased that in the, in the music video. So that's why I'm gonna, that's actually why I'm gonna get an eight, an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that a lot of the execution itself was, was pretty good, but I would appreciate it more if that was you know a white person that was you know a lot doing these shootings. Because mm-hmm. uh, like that's how you're really gonna get like we we can we can see this and we'll be like okay though this is what it's saying like you know it, it's it's making a reference to this or this or this. But, you know, you have some white person that's going to see it uh, and they can just be like, oh, it's just another black on black crime. Yeah. Which, by the way, doesn't exist. But it's just another, it's just another quote unquote black on black crime. So the message of who it should be going to is kind of getting lost in translation Mm -hmm. just because of that. And that's yeah. why I kind of give it an eight, eight out of ten. But I feel as though almost everything else had pretty good execution. But that was just such a big thing. Yeah, that's one so, of the, that's one of the issues too. That where whenever like people bring up conversations about race, like you always have the people go and like, oh, what about black and black crime? Like, why don't you fix your own community? Like, how about you fix your own community? How about how about you have those conversations with your relatives? Why don't white crime, bro? Yeah, like, why don't white crime? You're, like, you're more likely that you're more likely to be killed by someone who looks like you. Like, just, just, yeah, you're surrounded area. And like, how about how about like some white people have that conversation at Thanksgiving with the racist uncle about that? Like, how about you deal with like that racism in your own community? Exactly. Like, why is it why is it all why is the onus always on black people to fix these issues? And the irony about that is like that's how I know you don't you know participate in anything in, in your local city because we do mm-hmm. in Baltimore. You know where I'm from. There's rallies. You know we have peace marches often. Even in York City, where I moved to go to high school, rallies, peace marches. We have a 5K race against racism. That's the first time I ever did a 5K. Mm-hmm. I did it three years in a row. You know, we out here. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but you see what's that? Like, that's yeah. things. In Philly, you know that's things. Yeah. So it's like, yo, like, we do get involved. Because we, we try to bring down the bonds. Like, this is something that we are actively doing. You you just don't know because you don't... The first off, the media doesn't cover because it it's positive. And second off... You don't care enough, <laughs> and you know it's and you know it's like disappointing recently. Is like Kanye West has been like parodying those like same, the same like ignorant opinions about yeah. about like black on black crime and like oh what about Chicago like stuff isn't being done about Chicago when there are like many foundations set up to help to stop violence in Chicago. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, like we are actively trying, uh, and there's only so much that we can do. I mean, eventually we're going to need, we do need, you know, better laws and deterrence in place for the people that, you know, aren't really feeling like, if you're a criminal, you're a criminal, bro. That's the end of the day. But if you are on the edge of it or you're teetering on it, you don't know what to do. Yeah. Extra laws and deterrence, or make sure you stay on a, a better path. And if you choose to go down, like, you're going to go down that path anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's still, but that's still less people that are going down. That's still more manageable. Like people assume that this is going to be an overnight sensation thing, but no, it's a process, and it's got a process because it's just that. Like it's going to happen. You know, it's not going to happen. You know, one night it's going to be all right. Well, after this year, you know, we got this going down. I think this year is going to be this going down. Then this year is going to be this going down. It's, it's going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. But you can't just say, oh, well, it's not working. Whatever. No, like you never gave it a chance to work. Yeah, <laughs> you never gave it a chance, bro. And like bringing up Kanye West, did, did you see the comparisons people were making to, 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 to they're saying like what, what Gambino did in and the This Is America video, it was like character culture. They said uh, it, like menstrual shows. No, they're saying oh, what uh, but like that's what Kanye West like is trying to do now and failing at is like highlighting the issues in America. Uh, no, I, I even said before. I think I said it. Uh, we might have. It might have been on a podcast, or it might have just been in uh, you know our conversation. conversation. Mm-hmm. But I actually said that when Kanye said slavery was a choice, I knew what he was trying to say. He he was he said it the wrong way, <laughs> but I got what he was trying to say. Like he was trying to say like 
Hey, they got into they got into the slaves' mind. Like that was so many you know, slaves on the plantation. But is that what he was trying to say? It, he didn't that's, say that. He but that's didn't what I say thought, that. But that's you what gotta use it. Well, you know, because we understand, like, okay, the idea of slavery being a choice is like, um, you know, going. I can go out right day. You know, and, like I'm having a bad day. I can go shoot somebody. You know, go fuck somebody up. Push him in the subway. That's a choice. I'm make that that, that and then, but that's my you know. But at the same time, it's a choice. That's my mental state talking. Like, so I'm not, I'm not my medication, whatever. Right? So at that at that point. It, 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 I, I am actively making that choice, but I, I feel as though I don't have a choice. It's that's the same thing that you know I would I argue with a lot of slaves though. When they they don't know anything else, they, they feel as though they don't really have a choice, but they're actively making a choice not to run, not to rebel, not to fight. I, I that's what I interpret what he said. What, that's the way I interpret that. So I it, it, that's what he meant because he might he might have just but, meant it was a choice. But, but that but that ignores like all the tactics that. That like uh, that like colonizers use oh, no, it does, slaves it does. and all the and all like the tactics that they use to separate them from their families. You brought them on boats, like you you treated them like worse than animals. I feel you. Like they they don't speak the language. Like there are many things in place that were meant to like destroy slaves and like destroy the mentality. I, like what he like, what he's doing, you just it was just insensitive to all that. That's why I see saying like he 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 went up he used the wrong words because if you and like at the end of the day you always will have a choice of whatever end of the end of the day you always got a choice it might not be every choice got consequences so you might not want to do it but you still got the choice to do it so when these when the slave owners and you know uh, when when the, the colonizers uh, when they, when they would go in and they would employ these tactics when they would employ these guerrilla warfare when they would employ these divide and conquer tactics then they would uh, separate families and brutally main rape and murder. They were they were they were trying to get rid of the illusion of the choice. They were they were, they were trying to, uh, to get rid of that. That's that's. But you can't. At the end of the day, you can't. You always have the choice. But so I'm not I, I'm not at all uh, downplaying what you know uh, slaves went through. Like you know I can straight say that you know my great grandfather was a slave, freed and was denied uh, the land that he was left mm-hmm. because he was black. Like I you know that, I mean, we got reparations for that. I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. But so like you know at the end of the day like I, I understand I, I get that. But it's like you did have a choice. You did. It might not have been the best choice, but it was a choice nonetheless. It's like what I compare it to. Kill, I compare it to what Killmonger said, when he said, "I'd rather die in the ocean." Like the very end, like yo, throw, throw me in the ocean. Gonna go all my uh, ancestors that knew that uh, being dead was better than being in bondage. It's the same thing. It's the same choice. Kanye just went about saying it in the wrong way. Now, see, the every other shit that he said was wrong. He's all. But the thing with this free thinking is. Like, like you can you can you can, you can think freely. You can have your own thoughts and opinions on things, but words mean something. Like <laughs> words, words mean like that meaning behind them. So you can't just say whatever you want and then have like nobody criticize it under the guise that you're just being a free thinker. But you need criticism. Like, yeah. if he had more criticism, he probably would explain himself better. Like, like the guy from TMZ, Van Latham. He said, he said, well, you're not. He's like. You're not free thinking. Like what you're doing is the absence of thought. You're not thinking at all, and I think that's 100 percent on the money. Like he's not thinking at all. He's just saying. He's just throwing out all these things that he might have heard, like tangentially, that he has no like real concept of, and he's just trying to see what sticks. And like his and he's and the platform that he has, and like what he means to so many people, like him just doing that. That's a, that's a dangerous thing that he's doing. Oh, it is. I completely agree with you though, with that. Cause like if you inter first of all like this, this is still me saying uh, this is what I think he meant. It's very possible that he meant something good. Like he meant what he said at the end of the day. It's very possible that like he meant exactly what he said. The words that he said that was it's very possible. And you know 
I'm wrong. It's very possible. But mm-hmm. if he meant, you know, what I what I think he did mean, then yeah, the, you need someone, to, uh, you know, to kind of criticize. So you can so you, that when they call you out, you can be like, okay, well, this is what I think that's yeah. like your reasoning behind it. And once you've been explaining your reason, then you can get into an actual, you know, a, a thoughtful conversation. It's kind of like what we're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have my reasoning for it, and then it bounces off of you, and then you say something, that like, I come back to it. Like, that's why I think you really need that, you know, that, uh, the more, the more criticism. But behind Kanye, there is a lot of yes, man. But it also, but you also see, like, because he's posting all of his texts, apparently, on, on Twitter. Like, you see, you saw John Legend, like, correcting him when he, when he was being ignorant about, about how... Like the Republican Party was a party of Lincoln. Like you saw him, like educate him about how that was, and I, I, I just, I just don't know if he's absorbing all this information. If he just like he just like takes it, and it's like okay, like that's what you think. I still think what I'm going to think. Like I don't think I don't know if he's learning from any of this when people have these conversations with him. Right, uh, yeah, I, I can't speak on that. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, name, bro. <laughs> yeah, we like we don't know if he's like actually learning from this. Like it's one thing to just like. To sit there and listen to somebody, yeah. it's another thing to actually take it in and yeah, like create and like, that dialogue. Yeah, create the dialogue and like actually like take something from the conversation. I mean, that's facts, bro. That's facts. Uh, I did want to touch on something else uh, before we move on to the Sixers. Um, they're white people. Did you watch that? No, but I heard I heard great things about it. Seen great reviews. Uh, wait, have you seen the first season? I seen the first season. Oh, bro, come on now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna touch on just a little bit uh, about it. Um, so I did recently finish the second season, the second uh, the season of it, and that was a, that was a, that was a dialogue between um, the main character or one of the main characters, Sam Sam White, who is a half black half white girl who leads the uh, the Dear White People uh, radio show, and then her ex boyfriend Gabe, who was a white guy who was doing a documentary on called, called "Am I Racist." Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and Gabe's documentary, what he does is he interviews a lot of the main cast, uh, and, and get their experiences on the, or well, basically get nods on the black experience, quote unquote, and just, just has to figure out like if he's using, you know, his own privilege for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And so that's an episode where he finally introduces his old girlfriend, Sam. Um, and that was just a, so much anger towards both sides. Cause, and I kind of wanted to talk about this cause it's like, um, for the activists, for the for the for the black activists who are um, trying to get that message across, uh, you 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 have to understand the other side a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where where Sam's problem is, and I think I, I would like to see this off the next season, um, is that she she herself is is it's mad. At who she, at, at, not not her own experience, but probably at her own experiences, but kind of about who she is, what she has to go through. She, yeah, yes, she's happy that she's black, you know, you know, like you know, and you know, love yourself and everything like that. But at the same time, mad the experience that you have to do. Um, and it's okay to have that anger. It's okay to feel that anger. I mean, you know, um, but at the end of the day, you have to understand how not to let that tarnish what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And you know, so what I have to say on, uh, you know, on, on Gabe's character on his "Am I Racist?" First off, don't title that shit, that, bro. I'm sorry, don't title yeah. it that. <laughs> that's that's the first one, so so I think we we go. That's only one. No, no, there, there is something. There's some like thirty seconds into the podcast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like thirty seconds in. It was like I was just like, oh, <laughs> my bad. Bro. My, I was trying to be cautious about it, bro. So if, we had, if we had like a dump button, like that would be. Boom, dump the audience. 
It's my bad, bro. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right, but first off, don't don't call it uh, am I racist because that just opens the conversation. That, that 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 takes the conversation in a way that I don't think you want to take the conversation in. So to the, the to people, uh, to the white people that want to be conscious about the situation that they're going through, not, so you can use their privilege uh, for better for uh, for better, not for worse, for better. Uh, the question that you need to be asking, not am I racist, it's how can I help? <laughs> yeah. How can I make it better for everybody? Yeah. That's that's the, and and I, I would love to be white watch so we can have you know a, a more in depth conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely should get on that. It was a really good show, bro. Really good show. Um, I'm behind on a lot of team shows. Got, still got to catch up on Black Lightning. I missed the last few episodes of Atlanta. Final seasons, man. Finals. I feel you, bro. Finals. <laughs> Shit, I haven't played time. I said it again. I haven't had time to play <laughs> games a lot like that. So I've been watching. Uh, just like going to have time to be watching little Netflix episodes and mm-hmm. like that. Like that's. Finals, bro. But yeah, we done. So I'm not. Yeah, I got. I got to get. I got to get on that now. Not <laughs> summer. I get on that. Man, all summer eighteen, man, man. <laughs> but speaking of uh finals, you know what I mean. And the six is gonna make it. You know, uh, I want to say, like, like everything, everything in NBA history says no. They're not gonna. <laughs> no team has ever come back from a three L. But this is such a. This is such like a unique scenario. Because the Celtics aren't really a more talented team than the Sixers are. Like, the Sixers are the more talented team. They have, like, two generational talents in Embiid and Simmons. But the, the thing is that they're young, too. Like, they don't, they don't really have the experience, and that showed in the three losses that they had. But if they get this win tonight in, uh, in Boston and they keep the series going, I, I'm saying that I think, I think they do take it. Because I think the the Celtics are gonna have all the pressure on them too. Because the Celtics are a young team, even though they have some guys with like playoff experience on the team, like Al Horford. But Kyrie, uh, uh, Kyrie's not. Uh, also, I they're missing the play. two the two superstars. And that's, uh, that's why I was trying to get you. Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. But but I think I think if they win tonight, I think the Celtics are such fun. And then Game Six in Philly, that you know that place is gonna be it's gonna be rocking. Like people are gonna be. Going crazy for that game. Gonna be hyped for that. And if they take Game Six, Game Seven, all the pressures on Boston to get a win at home. Like everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, you guys, you guys have to win. Like you're gonna have the biggest collapse in NBA history if you lose this. Like you have to win. You're at home. Like you, you have to win." And I think that might get start getting in their heads. And then, like that's where the talent is gonna take over. Like Sixers are the more talented team, and I think that's where I think that's how they win. I think, but it, they all, they have to win tonight. Like the season's over, obviously they lose. But if they win tonight, I think I think they win Game Six and Seven. Dang. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. I'm uh, I'm a little skeptical on that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I've seen some of the some of the dumb. I've seen some of the dumb yeah. mistakes. I've seen They're, the uh, I've seen the play. Yeah, you saw the turnover by Ben Simmons. At the end of an overtime in game in game three or two or was it was it three or yeah three game three well yeah well Ben Simmons had scored one point in game two yeah that yeah he's that, had that he's had a bad series Robert was, Covington has been trashed the entire pretty much the entire playoffs Robert Covington's been trashed but also like Bellinelli has he found a shot Ilyasova hasn't found his shot yet. Like a lot, of, like a lot of the, the things that are working in the Miami Heat series, like stop working for the Sixers. The series, like they have a lot of hot and cold shooters, and when they're cold, like they're ice cold and they're just breaking threes. So, I think what they did last last game, like that worked a lot better. Where they were just trying to get in the paint, like T.J. McConnell started over Covington, 
So I think yeah, really nice game. Yeah, the fan favorite. <laughs> Teacher McCall. He definitely had a nice game. I, I can't uh, deny that from him. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think they they changed the game plan up. I, I don't think they're gonna take as many threes now because it's not working. I think they I think what they saw works now is like just Embiid and Simmons just get in the paint, just get them the ball in the paint and score. I always shout out best of luck on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, from Wizards fans to the Sixers, bro. That's a lot. Yep, Sixers got farther than Wizards. Why you gotta bring that up? I mean, I was I was wishing y'all luck. You just gonna take me while I'm down, bro. I feel you. I mean, I mean John Wall, Bradley Beal, never gonna get past the second round. Who else you got? <laughs> you got you got Otto Porter. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> Otto Porter. See, see, sometimes. 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 I mean, I mean, what's John Wall? I mean, is John Wall the best point guard in the league? Like, yes. Is he? Yes. Is he? Yes. I mean. I mean, you got yeah, CP3, yeah. scored okay. 41 points last game. He has a team! <laughs> you, got, you got Ben Simmons. He has a team! Honestly. <laughs> kind of a team! <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I think I think, I think think John Wall might be one of those players. He has to uh, leave to get a championship. Hey, I'm going to follow John Wall. <laughs> I'm going to follow him. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to be cool with the Wizards. <laughs> Cause you know, since teams is you know early on, but like I'll one, follow John Wall. Like one of those people, I forget who. I think it was a, during the NFL draft. Like, like so they asked, one of the questions like, "Who's your favorite NBA team?" And the guy said, "LeBron James." <laughs> and I never related something more than that. Facts. <laughs> like, uh, there's certain players that you know you you got just respect. And you got to like you know what I mean. I don't really like the Cavaliers. But I like LeBron. Yeah. I I really like the Miami. But I like LeBron yeah. Wade. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm always gonna be. It's always gonna be Sixers over him. But I mean, like LeBron's number two. Like whatever team LeBron's on, like it's number two. Damn! Shout out to my man Kobe. I used to be a diehard Kobe fan. I used to have Kobe hoodies. I had the jersey, bro. Like, and it's like, oh, you like his fan? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Kobe fan, my guy. And when and when LeBron comes to Philly next year, it's all gonna it's all gonna come together. Oh, word. Yeah, LeBron. He's still on LeBron's up. coming to Philly next year. You heard it here first. You can believe what you want. That sh- that ish ain't happening. <laughs> He's coming to Philly. You gotta you gotta speak into existence, and then it'll come. <laughs> Brown, we need you. Speak your dream, man. Speak your dream. But that's all I really got to talk about. What you got? I think that's all I have for today. All right, man. Well, this has been your boy, the Black Axis. Chad G. We have been the Rational Thought. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Make sure you check out that show on uh, iTunes as well. As SoundCloud. And, well, yeah, but SoundCloud's the default, bro. Like, that's true. So, so I'm just like, as, that's, that's true. I said iTunes as well. Like, <laughs> but, but someone might be listening on iTunes, and then they might not know that one's SoundCloud, even though it doesn't, it just it, it doesn't on matter. iTunes. Like, it's true. shows ago, bro. Like, it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, y'all. We will see you in the next one, man. Take care. Peace.